You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Hey, guys. Hey, what's going on? We are so happy to be talking to you this week. Yeah, this is Manny Oso. And this is Nikki Trends. And we got a new great episode for you with a special guest today. Special guest, introduce yourself. Hi, I am Whitney Boole. Thank you so much for having me. I am a therapist in private practice, and I am also um, wrote a book about divorce and about my experience with divorce and the trauma of divorce. And I provide a bunch of resources for people going through divorce um, from uh, a divorce first aid kit and a Facebook group to uh, an online intensive course that I'm launching in the next couple months. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We are super excited about this interview and we really hope that our listeners can get something from it, whether they themselves are going through a divorce or, um, you know, no, are experiencing it within their families. So let's dive right in. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, Great. you actually deal a lot with the, uh, with the tra- trauma part of it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think people really underestimate. They feel like they're just being crazy. And, you know, it's 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 because it's traumatic. Going through divorce is is incredibly traumatic. Yeah. You have to question everything like your friends, where you're going to live, your finances. Everything is up in the air. It's a lot. You know, it's funny because Nikki and I, we we actually uh, since we watch so much TV, we end up relating (laughs) a lot of things that we see on TV, especially now to like our daily lives and I find it funny though I'm sure we're not the only ones who do that but I find it funny though because like I watched something from the past that like I used to think was funny and like I watch it now and I'd be like oh my god it means so much different things to me now especially Mm -hmm. when I see stuff that has to do with like divorce and people getting separated because my parents were were divorced when I was young young and it always made me wonder as far as when things happen with when kids are young with the children like what what would people that are like third parties when the children of a couple try to family members um what is the best way for us in that situation yeah that's a great question and i think you know being a safe place and being a source of support Um, And being careful not to make assumptions about where they are. I think, you know, kids um, care mostly about divorce in terms of how it impacts them. And sometimes we mistakenly, you know, we come at them with this um, uh, sadness and upset and it scares them and it it makes it worse. Yeah, almost like an interrogation almost. Yeah. Yeah. So meeting them where they're at and, you know, it might be that they just want to hang out and play a board game and do something kind of normal or, you know, go see a movie. Um, But just letting them know, hey, you know what, if you're having a hard time with any of the stuff that's going on and you need someone to talk to, I'm here. Do you think, right? Do you think it's appropriate for like, like me, for example, as a family member to maybe confront the parents about like hey what should I say if I feel they haven't said anything for me to be prepared with like let's say for example I had like a sister or brother who was going through it and I'm constantly in the niece or nephew's life and I'm thinking myself like hey you know you haven't told me what to say to the kids and I feel like I should be prepared like do you think confronting people like that's a good idea 
I think it really depends on the circumstances of the divorce. I mean, for sure, if that's a concern that you have, absolutely. Um, sometimes, you know, it's very clear what the kid knows and, and what the kid understands. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big believer in um, leaving kids out of the major adult mm-hmm. pieces. They don't need to know about affairs or why it's happening. Right. Or, you know, I mean, it, it's they don't need to take on adult problems. Um, They care mostly about how it impacts them. So, Hey, how's this going to impact where I live, where I go to school, um, what my daily life looks like. You know, those are the pieces that are hardest for a kid and understanding that those are the pieces that they need to, to, to understand and, and help understanding. That's so true. I mean, and to piggyback off of that question, you know, I feel like culturally uh, divorce is handled very differently. I know for Manny and I, we are um, Hispanic. And so very much in our culture is whatever's happening behind closed doors is not to be talked outside of that. But I also know people who grew up differently where their parents were very open about what the situation was. And so I guess in, in your opinion, does it, I guess, do the way families deal with this, deal with divorce differently, do you feel like it it is culturally generational different depending on the background? For sure. I mean, just, and depending on like their individual makeup, right? Like, Like it goes beyond that. We're all so different and we all handle it so differently. Um, and I think there are certain things that regardless of culture or background that are important, right? Like having some boundaries, um, you know, you, you don't want your kids to be overhearing from other people about all the horrible things that their other parent who is half them did, right? right? Like (laughs) that's really painful. So boundaries are important. Um, and yeah, I get like different, different cultures and different people have different ways of handling things, but it requires a mindfulness and an awareness in terms of the choices that you make because it has a lasting impact. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely feel that the way that, so my, my two older sisters have children and they, the way that they express to them, it's very like open and having a dialogue which is different than how we were raised so I also feel like yeah I feel like the um, as generations continue it's becoming more norm to sit down and have a family discussion and dynamic about okay so this is what's happening this is what's going to change this is what's not going to change yeah so different than you know what our parents kind of how they handled it and even the generations before that who never were really interested in divorce but would stay married Mm -hmm. and so um I guess my question would be to that is the term uh you know staying together for the kids is that I always felt that was always detrimental yeah divorcing and separating well so the staying together for the kids it's a really good point um I think I think you have to really weigh uh what you're modeling for your kids in terms of healthy relationships and the, what it's, you know, with the decision to divorce or separate, because at the end of the day, if you don't want your child to grow up, to have a marriage like yours, then you can't stay in it. And the other piece is that, you know, if you're miserable in your marriage, you're miserable in your relationship, then what kind of parent are you going to be? Like how, 
be able to show up for your kids and you're not doing them any favors by being miserable and depleted and emotionally unavailable. That's not the parent that they, that's in that marriage. It's worth reconsidering whether or not that's best for the kids, because for sure that the best thing for the kids is that you're happy. Even if it means, you know, life looks a little bit more um, complicated than you planned. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And even there are even couples who pretend that nothing's happening and it's, it's so obvious. And so it creates almost like this resentment, you know, tension yeah. all times. Does your, um, yeah. does your book include maybe strategies of helping with those boundaries with maybe like with- how to set them with other people and such? Yeah. I mean, so my book is very, um, uh, I wrote the book over the course of my own divorce and it's very personal. I share a lot of my own experiences, um, and dealing with other people and, and how other people engage, you know, a lot of times when people, when you're going through a divorce, they come at you with their stuff, right? Um, it's, it's got nothing to do with you. Everybody has feelings around divorce and it has more to do with them and their background, than it does to you and your divorce. But, you know, I talk a lot about that and some of my personal experiences. And I also give sort of exercises and, and how to manage those situations because it's hard. And, you know, and I share really candidly and vulnerably, um, some of the more painful, you know, I had one of the stories I share in the book is, um, I had, uh, someone who cleaned my house every other week for 10 years and I, wow. I loved this woman. She was wonderful. <laughs> but one of the things I had to do when, you know, I couldn't afford her when I was going through my divorce. And when I told her about it, she said to me, um, I'll pray for you. I pray that you and your husband get back together because it's not good for the kids, for them to uh, not. Uh, yeah. And it just <laughs> killed me. This is first thing you want to hear, but right. it also made letting her go a lot easier. Right. You know? <laughs> so, um, you know, for sure stuff comes up and, and I share, I share that story and some other stories like that in, in my book. Um, because I think it's a very lonely process and, uh, you know, having a sense of humor and, and knowing that you're not alone in some of the absurdity is, is helpful. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So when recent, you know, while we were preparing for this interview, um, I came across an article that you have written, Divorce is War, Train and Get Strong. Yeah. And so I, there was something that really popped out to me. You said when you're trying to make a marriage work, you, you take the armor down and you really try to connect. And I, I kind of felt that in a sense, I've never been married, but being through breakups, there have been mm-hmm. times, and you know, Manny as well, I'm sure could uh, relate to this, where you want to make the relationship work. And so you try to get past all the, the negativity, you do this whole let's start fresh over thing. But do you feel that when, when that is happening, that people truly take off all their armor when going through the process of fixing it? Or is there still hmm. some of it that's still on? I think, I think it depends. It's so individual. And sometimes, um, sometimes relationships don't work and we can't put down the armor and there's a reason for that, right. Mm -hmm. That we're protecting ourselves and it's not really safe to do it, you know? And, and sometimes that resistance that not wanting to put down the armor and really connect 
is about our own issues that we need to address so that we can show up fully in relationship. You know, it's, it's such a, it's such a complicated question and it's so individual, right? right. Based on our backgrounds and our attachment styles and um, how we do relationships and how we feel about emotional vulnerability, because it's really scary to be emotionally vulnerable. And sometimes it's not safe if you're in a relationship with somebody who's narcissistic or attacking, you know what, maybe you shouldn't put the armor down. And that's, that's a hard lesson. Uh, You know, part of the reason I, I've been building this course is that I think a lot of times when people go through those kinds of marriages where it is really um, excruciating and painful and there is armor and you have to have that, there's this issue of, okay, well, coming out of that, how do you have healthy relationships? And I think there's some work that needs to be done, some really intensive work um, so that you can unpack the trauma of what you've been through in that toxic relationship, but also figure out like, hey, how did I end up here? And how do I make sure I don't ever do that again? Right. And it is a lot of work to look at all of that stuff. It's, you know, so answering your question, it's such a complicated and such an individual personal answer. Um, it varies so much from person to person and important, right? Right. Like, okay. If you can't put your armor down and really connect in your relationship, what's that about? And how much of that is about you right. and why you chose this person? It's really hard. Absolutely. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and as far as um, that, definitely as far as the armor that we put up and we put in that we have to take it down, that's something else that you go over in the book as well too, right? As far as uh, what we can do to, because we have, there's a point where you have to show the vulnerability. Even, right? Yeah. Well, I don't talk about how to do healthy relationships in my book. No, not as far as healthy really, yeah. but like getting through, like now that you've realized, because I, I remember when I was reading part of the book, I read the beginning of it. I thought it was funny when you put up, um, you know, don't read this book if you're not absolutely going through a divorce. Yeah. Um, so as far as that, how long do you think it takes people to start putting to start taking that armor off and really start showing their own vulnerability to themselves. Cause you have to like be yeah. accepted of what's going on in your life to get really yeah. get through that book. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, I think I wrote the book intentionally in very short chapters because I think when you go through a divorce, like your attention stands yeah. pretty short, <laughs> you know, um, at least mine was for sure. Um, and, and I think, you know, the, yeah, like leaning into that emotional vulnerability and, and looking at all those pieces and, and allowing yourself to feel it. You know, so often I think culturally we encourage people to, hey, you're fine. Be fine. It's right. okay. Right. You know, and the problem with that is that it doesn't go away. You just stuff it down and it manifests in physical symptoms or, you know, other issues. So, you know, in terms of how long, I wish there was an answer for that. There's there's most certainly not, you know, but, um, uh, I think, I think it's very, like one of the things I really share often in my Facebook group for people healing through divorce is that, you know, it's divorce is really painful, but it's also incredibly empowering and healing if you lean into it and there are lessons in it, you know, it's not wasted time, waste time in a marriage. If you can lean into it and learn about relationships and what you want it's it's about growth 
fuels a lot of growth. Um, and it can be a really powerful process in that way. Absolutely. And so you mentioned this intense course that you're going to be introducing soon. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I'm really about it. Um, you know, it's required me to learn a little bit more about the internet than, <laughs> than I've enjoyed. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, all these um, programs and, you know, yeah, I had no idea. Um, but it's, um, it's, it's an eight week course and it's for people going through divorces from uh, toxic exes. So people with narcissistic behaviors gaslighting, you know, verbally abusive, you know, it's people who are really untangling from a really traumatic relationship. And in the eight weeks, um, you get, uh, you get a bunch of lessons. There's six modules that you work through and each module has several lessons that are, that are really geared, um, towards doing, setting the, creating a sense of safety, rebuilding, looking at old patterns, um, and creating an action plan for how you're going to move forward. And I'm really excited about that is, is helping people rebuild and feel like reclaim their sense of self and their goals and their aspirations and what they want. And so that they can come through this process feeling not just like they're, they're healing, but like they're empowered to create a chapter that they can feel excited about. So yeah, it's, it's really exciting. Um, and I also, um, you know, I'm going to create, small support groups for people going through the course together so that they have people that they can lean on through the process. And of course, there's going to be an online coaching component with me so that there's, you know, there's an opportunity to sort of unpack. There's also work, uh, homework and worksheets and things like that to help people do the work that's required to get through it. And it's hard. Um, but it's a lot of stuff that I did over the course of my divorce that I'm sharing that was useful for me. And, um, and I do, I feel, um, I feel genuinely empowered in my life. Like I, I think I, my divorce was certainly not what I wanted. Um, I didn't want to have three kids and be a single mom, but it's the best thing that happened to me. I am, uh, I feel like I'm living a more wholehearted heart-centered real life and, I, and I'm doing really well. Um, it's great that you are too. Yeah. It really is. I'm really and grateful so for that. That you're, that you're helping others get through it too. Yeah, I hope yeah. too. I mean, I've, I've had people reach out having read my book or being a part of my, my group and, you know, feeling like they feel less alone and that in and of itself makes it worthwhile. Right. I've, um, so Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, listen, like I said, Manny and I aren't uh, married, but we definitely have suffered <laughs> big deal breakups to us. And so yeah. definitely having that support system kind of really helps you get through it a lot faster than you would if you were by yourself. And so <laughs> that's so great that you're you're doing this and, and Thank you. just so awesome that you're brave enough to be so vulnerable and you know share your experience by writing you got this healing through divorce um please let our listeners know where they'll be able to find your book and where they can find you and all this great material that you have yeah thank you so um you can get my my book on amazon or any major retailer um it's you got this healing through divorce um you can also go to my bool.com and it's b as in boy o-o-l-e 
that has a link to the book on Amazon and, and information about the course. Um, it has my blog and, and also information about my private practice in Hermosa Beach. But, um, yeah, that's a great place to me. And, uh, you know, people have reached out to me. That, oh, the other thing is the Facebook group. So the Facebook oh, yeah. group is, is called You Got This Healing Through Divorce. It's the same as the, the book. And anybody can join. I, I do ask questions to screen um, to make sure oh, that, absolutely. yeah. And I, I've kicked some people out who have wanted to sell strange witchcraft, oh, or, you know, like I don't know. Um, but back it's to the stage, please. yeah. But for the most part, it's a really supportive community, and it's available to anybody and everybody. I think we've got about twenty two hundred people in it right now. Oh, so wow, nice. um, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us and thank um, you. and congratulations on the success of the book and thank you know you. all these other outlets that you have for people going through divorce. Uh, you guys, if you want to find out what's going on with Bubble Bath Stories, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bubble Bath Stories, or you can find me on IG at Nikki Trends. You can find me at Got No Time for This, and be sure to sign up at BubbleBathStories.co for newsletters, updates, and any information about giveaways Whitney thank you so much again we thank really you, appreciate you joining thank us. you I love your show <laughs> and you guys we will talk to you next week and any other time so hit us up bye bye bye